0: This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Thank you for listening today. I am praising God for the many trials He has seen me and my family through. I am especially grateful that my parents saw fit to raise us, my siblings and I, in the admonition of the Lord. Mom took us to Sunday school and church every Sunday, and during the major holidays, Christmas, Easter, and Mother's Day, among others, we had to learn and recite speeches. Of course, we did not always want to go to church, but Mom did not concern herself too much with our desire to skip church, as it was non-negotiable. In spite of the days that I did not feel like going to church, when I look back over my life, And I think things over. I realize that all her teaching, words of wisdom, my dad's short stories, his vivid jokes and poems teeming with life's lessons, they were all necessary. I am so grateful that God blessed me with the parents, siblings, and family to which I belong. God promised that none of our hurt, pain, or sufferings would be wasted but that he would use it all for my good and in my favor. You see, God saw fit, as he still does today, to take each of us through process. Paul said it was good, even necessary, that I endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I need you to understand all, all that you face, go through and endure has been, and still remains necessary. Today, I want to impress upon you that everything, everything that God has allowed and still allows you to encounter, be it pleasant or full of pain, it is necessary. For your growth, development, and maturity, it is all necessary. So often things happen to us or within the context of our lives. And we ask God, why? Why did you allow that to happen to me? I don't feel that I should have gone through the ugly side of things. Those matters that knock you down, render you helpless, or suddenly take your breath away. The matters that are often too painful to discuss without tears welding up in my eyes. The time my dad was in a horrible accident and we did not know if he was going to live or die. The day my great-grandfather, Papa, suffered third-degree burns in an explosion and had to be airlifted to the Augusta Burn Center, barely clinging to dear life. The only time I ever saw my dad shed tears. The night we sat for hours in hospice with my brother DJ. Honestly, I just felt that it was unfair that he, 12 years younger than I, would take his last breath as we watched and prayed, waiting for God. Times I felt God was unfair or somehow not doing all that I knew he could have done. The morning I got the call that my brother John, whom I loved dearly, was not responding to paramedics as they worked desperately to save his life. The human side of me says, God, where are you when we need you the most? Why have you not responded in our times of trouble? In my brother's most challenging moments. Have you ever screamed at God or felt he missed the mark? Oh, it's a rhetorical question. And even while some would not admit it, it is only the human side of us that would, if only for a fleeting second, question an omnipotent, omniscient God. No disrespect intended. But when we call on him, we call with expectation, especially when the matter is life or death. But the news that I am delivering today, God is a God of decency and order. He's a present help in the time of trouble, even when it doesn't look like we think it ought to look. He knows what is best for each of us. And his divine plan takes precedence over our hopes and desires. He is a God that moves us through process. So when the process does not work according to our plans, when it does not show up looking the way we want it to appear, we must learn to still give thanks and maybe not fully understand, but know that God brings us through that which is necessary. Romans fifth chapter, the first through the fifth verse explains, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations Also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, and hope makes not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. These verses remind us that tribulation is necessary as it works patience, and patience exposes us to experiences, And our experiences keep us hopeful so that we are never, ever ashamed of God as his spirit keeps us. You see, the life of the justified, by faith that is, is filled with a mixture of peace, hope, suffering, and love. All of these are necessary for the furtherance of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Romans 8th chapter, Paul says the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory about to be revealed to us. In Romans 5th chapter, Paul says that we rejoice not only in the glory of God, but also in our sufferings. The message is not that Paul and his readers rejoice because they are suffering, but rather that they rejoice in the midst of suffering. Suffering does not produce our rejoicing or boasting. Rather, it cannot diminish them. Remember to follow Christ is a sacrifice and God's word has informed us. Take up your cross trials and tribulation. That is, and follow Christ As my family engaged in our Sunday evening prayer this week, I heard my nephew, Stanley Jr., who has been incarcerated for the past nine years. I heard him say, I may not be happy every day, and sometimes my thoughts are not all positive, but I thank God that I am content. His words resounded so clearly because God's word reminds us in whatever state you find yourself. Be thou content. Of course, contentment is a state of satisfaction. I was especially proud of him and understood fully that he did not mean he was happy being incarcerated, but satisfied in his understanding that God is in control. And in God's time, things will turn in his favor, and for his good. I thank God for his contentment and the peace that passes all understanding. Of course, that is godly contentment. My nephew was able to speak such words of wisdom under very difficult circumstances, endured nine years beyond his limited control, Yet there remain so many people who neither are nor have ever been incarcerated, but they complain and fuss about the matters that they are facing, great or small, constantly. The Apostle Paul said, I glory in my afflictions as they are necessary for the building of character and to experience the hand of God. No, as we live and we learn Things will not always go the way we feel they should. In those times, we must remember David who waited patiently for the Lord. I had to consider Hannah, who was so overtaken in the grief of not having been granted the son for whom she still prayed, so distraught that silent lip movements made the priest believe she was drunk. As I pondered Job in his inexplicable circumstances, I too had to repeat, though you slay me and have taken away my dad and two of my four brothers, yet will I trust you. You see, God must be acknowledged and glorified in all things. As the word has taught us, in all things, give thanks. I thank and praise Him in both the good and in the bad. During the periods I endure hard times, enjoy the best of times, or struggle through matters I do not understand, I have learned to thank Him all the same. As spiritual beings, having human experiences, receiving and having the Spirit of the Lord dwelling within, help to make life storms more bearable. But through thick and thin, I have learned that God wastes nothing more than anything else. I need you to understand everything that you have endured in your life was necessary. So never forget to give God glory, all of the glory, because it all belongs to him. According to 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, and he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Just understand that the power of Christ is made perfect. In our weaknesses, no matter what you and I are facing and no matter what tests and trials we yet have to go through, we have God's full assurance that his grace is sufficient for all eventualities that may come our way. In other words, our tests and trials are necessary and masterfully designed to usher in our good and even what is ultimately best for us. Someone said, had we never had a problem, we would never know that our God is the problem solver. If we had never been caught up in the struggles of life, enduring matters that shake us to our core, we'd never know that God is the burden bearer and heavy load sharer. If times had never gotten so hard, Or so desperate, we'd never know that God is a present help in times of trouble. We would understand that God's plan takes precedence, and even when we see trouble all around us, so that our hearts are heavy, God is a heart fixer and a mind regulator, the one that will never leave nor forsake us. He who promised to set a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Every tear that you shed and the nights that no sleep would come to your eyes, for every lost job and precious loved ones who transitioned so often before we felt it was time, God said it was necessary. He is in control of time, His timing, not ours. His word has said to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven then through it all he remains available reassuring us that everything no matter how it looks everything will be used for our good you see he promised that nothing nothing would be wasted no struggle not a single tear would be taken for granted but god said he would use it all for his glory his purpose and for our good. Now for my critical thinkers, stop trying to figure it all out. You and I were not meant to understand the mysteries of God. Man can figure out so many things and use technology skillfully, but God Almighty, the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent one is the creator, and he created us without technology without a manual, and without the assistance of anyone. It is why his word has clearly stated, lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Remember, every beautiful butterfly that we get to admire had to go through growing from a larvae to a bug in a bag, technically a cocoon. Now, had we cut that caterpillar out of its bag, rather than allowing it to struggle, it would never, ever fly, but surely it would die. Why? Because the struggle was necessary to strengthen its wings, enabling flights of 100, some even 265 miles a day. The process was necessary for proper growth and development. The beautiful diamonds and precious stones, not junk jewelry, but real diamonds, are made from a process of heat and pressure. Diamonds are formed when carbon dioxide is buried 100 miles under the earth's surface and heated to a temperature of 2,200 degrees Fahrenheit and then squeezed to a pressure of 725,000 pounds per square inch. The process of heat and pressure is necessary to create such brilliant, beautiful stones. A woman endures 40 weeks of gestation to support the process of growing a new life inside of her, all necessary for the birth of a baby. Now, only small children and those with just limited understanding may feel, once mom says she's having a baby, that the baby should be taken out immediately. But those with a reasonable mindset, those who understand the necessity for time, growth, and development, respect the process. When we want to master a particular career or profession, There are courses, disciplines, and understandings that must be undertaken, all requiring time and process, which are necessary. My point, everything worth having takes time and requires process. For girls to become women and little boys to become men, it takes time for the mind, soul, and body To endure God-given changes, the process of gradual growth and development is necessary. If we are honest, the process is not always easy, yet it is necessary. So it is with life. In order for God's strength to be made perfect, we spiritual beings having human experiences, must endure hard times, as well as beautiful times, the good with the bad. There must be a cross to get to a crown. God's word said, take up your cross and follow me. If you suffer with him, he said you would also reign with him. Just hold on to the understanding that weeping may endure for a night, but joy, joy comes in the morning. It won't always be like this, but our suffering is necessary for our perfecting, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Everything that you endure, experience, or go through, God has embedded its process to help you grow through. So it was and it is necessary. It was necessary that I experience pain, times I did not understand. But on the other side of my trial was God's warm and caring hand. Some struggle to comprehend the things that somehow don't seem fair. The times we lose the ones we love when we ask, was God even there? Can he see the struggles I face that steal my breath away? Through silent tears, the hurt and fears, brokenhearted and nothing to say. Where I am weak, my God is strong. My life is hid with him. And after grief, the stress of struggle, he gives me peace within. My nephew Stan has said it best. In my struggle, I am content. Only our God from above with so much love could provide the peace he sent. We must realize that struggle is a part of his holy plan to perfect the faith and work patience for the proper growth of man. Take up our cross and follow him is what we each must do to enjoy many benefits he promised and God's strength to see us through. At times, God will allow our suffering in trials and tribulation we bear. Just know he will never leave nor forsake us, promised always to be right there. He who assures and reassures us no sorrow or sadness will be wasted for naught. But all we endure for real and for sure are necessary, a lesson that challenges talk. Necessary was the suffering, major trials and setbacks overcome. Without living through much heartache and pain, maturing could not be done. Lives are filled with ups and downs, but not to hinder our growth. The cocoon that holds the caterpillar so tight strengthens her wings the most. Forty weeks of gestation for a baby to grow and live. But the end result is new life itself that no other process could give. The diamond that shines so beautifully today, delicate but never cheap, developed through 700,000 pounds of pressure, more than 2,000 degrees of heat. All things work together, God's word has said, for my benefit and your good. The process strengthens you when you dare to go through. His word has said it would. His strength is made perfect and manifested in the areas we are weak. Put all your hope and trust in him with every breath and positive words you speak. Know that an omnipotent God will hold you close and keep you in perfect peace. For there is no power higher he knew the things that you'd go through, so his comforter abides in me and you to keep us uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. Well, family, this is number 96 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Friend. I just want you to remember that God made you, and he, being a God of decency and order, he still knows the plans that he has for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. The same God that allowed his son Jesus Christ to be born just to die for the sins of the world. You see, there is a process that cannot be skipped, ignored, or negated. No, it cannot be circumvented. So we know God's word has said it is necessary. Need be that we should go through some suffering and things that make us cry, hurt, and troubled in heart and mind. But God is still a heart fixer and a mind regulator, so trust the process. Trust his process. No cross, no crown, no process, no praise, no trials or tribulation, no triumph. No test, no testimony. You see, if it did not rain or storm some in our lives, we'd never see the bold, bright beauty of warm sunshine. God said it was necessary that we should suffer as we are justified by faith, which works patience and patience experience. The experience that demands hope that an almighty God is strongest when we are weak. Our sorrows and sufferings are necessary for the building of godly character. In Psalm 119 and the 71st verse, David said, It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. Of course, statutes are the laws of God. And even though suffering, death and pain were all introduced to the world, through sin, born out of disobedience in the garden of Eden, a merciful God has still said all things, all things work together for good to those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So you must understand in spite of how sin was introduced and its attempt to derail the beautiful plans that God had made for man. God still promised that nothing, nothing would be wasted. The good, the bad, and the ugly, it would all work out for our good. I pray that each of you would keep the faith and through every ounce of hurt, pain, and devastating disappointments, you understand it is all necessary To make you the strong men and women you are becoming. Trust God's process and just know that it was all necessary. God bless you. Now on a separate note, please make certain that you call and check on someone from whom you may not have heard or to whom you've not reached out in a while. People are hurting. And some even feeling forgotten. But you are the hand of God adorned in flesh. So let God use you to show love and concern for someone who least expects your call. You can only imagine how it will make that person feel. But do it for the glory of God and see how fulfilling and freeing it will be for you. You see, God's word reminds us that whatever you do, the love and compassion you show to the least of these, you do it as unto God. Remember, all things, all things work together. The process, family, the process is necessary. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. You can listen to me on YouTube or Amazon Music as well. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows? You might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other. And stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.